Hello, Playdate. This is Don. This is Nick. And I'm Ryan. This week we are covering Playdate news. Recent indie releases. And rejoicing in the reunion with Don. Don, welcome back. It's good to have you here. Thank you so much. Glad to be back. Thank you for listening. And let's get started. Let's get started indeed with some respectful boobity boop news and notes to welcome Don back. We've got a bunch of them. News and notes, that is not boops for the first dawn episode first we'd like to talk about the terrorween playdate bundle there is a heap of games coming up here uh we're talking stars of the screen baseball brat bad venture say that five times fast artoween uh-huh. rocky stairs life's too short realistic fishing super pongmatic 2300 solaris arcana i have the soothsayer my goodness donathan can you tell us how much this mountain of games is going to run you you get these eight games for 2666 and i want to clarify it's life's too short to unhooked <laughs> the brand new release but uh, yeah you. it's good uh october 1st through october 31st so grab it now and there's also a digital uh, zine that comes with the pack i can only imagine that we have zanya lasagna to thank for the digital zine the digital zine maker of the playdate community nice work zanya uh very cool very cool Nick, what are your thoughts about the Terraween Playdate bundle? Looks great. Um, a lot of good games, uh, good price, and uh, exciting, exciting stuff. Fantastic. Let's move on to the next uh, bullet point with a boopity boop. Is the developer We're booping between or, notes now? Uh, not all of them, just you know, sporadically, maybe. Mm. Unless you get real grumpy. Um, so Let's just start off real grumpy. Okay, what do we got, Ryan? Go ahead, go ahead. I don't know. We have like 1,800 news and notes. I, to we need Let's to cut out the boops. We got to go fast. Boom, boom. No, it's it's the grump that needs to be the cut out. The grump and the boops. Okay, here we go. The developer for the game, Direct Drive, is going to be at Adventure X Games Conference. This is happening the first week of November in London, so it's coming up. If you're a fan of Direct Drive and you're in spitting distance of uh, London, then hey, you've got an opportunity to meet face-to-face with a Playdate dev. Thought I'd mention that, and we will have a link to that in the show notes of today's episode. This this is the biggest uh, adventure game conference of the year, so um, pretty pretty exciting. Very cool. You go on, Nick? Uh, I would love to, but not this year. Would that be the coolest, man? There are a lot uh, of Playdate devs in uh, England, so maybe maybe a few will end up there. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, if if you end up going and you hear this, let us let us know. Yeah, I think we still mm-hmm. got one more uh, episode before Adventure X Games Conference happens. So, hey, uh, shoot us a line in the next couple of weeks. We'll include you in the next <gasps> news and notes. So coming up next, we have Shadowgate PD. Well, wait a minute. Maybe I should hold off on that one because so, I think it was a part of <laughs> Chamber that the one. next the next news and note. Okay. Oh. So okay. The next news and note is that Tiny Yellow Machine put together another bang up community direct for Playdate, which aired on October fifth just a mere five days ago at this point. So we have all kinds of highlights to talk about, one of which was Shadowgate PD for the Playdate. It's a port of Shadowgate by Zojoy, and it's now in development by Pixel Ghost, planned for a 2024 launch. But there's about a bazillion other games they showed. In fact, I think there was maybe 40 games, if I'm remembering correctly. Mm -hmm. But I watched the Direct, took some notes during it, and I'm going to try to highlight some of them that I thought were particularly noteworthy. Uh, Don and Nick, I know we have a lot to go over here, so please just stop me at any point when you're like, Hey, I thought that was neat too. Or uh, um, actually, I did not well, think that was so neat. Ryan, I think Shadowgate PD is really neat. Um, Shadowgate's one of my uh, favorite uh, adventure games. And, really? Um, yeah, I'm very excited that there's going to be a Playdate port of it. I think it'll work very well. Uh, the original Shadowgate was released for the original Macintosh. Um, so it was one of the Mac Venture series of games. Uh, so originally black and white and, um, uh, this is really cool and, uh, great news. Pixel ghost, 
uh, is doing the port. Uh, I think that's really exciting. So I can't wait to see um, how this develops. Uh, but the YouTube uh, little teaser trailer has me very, very interested. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I think I had that out of order because I saw Pixel Ghost's uh, announcement of it before I watched the direct. And so mm. I, anyway, nobody cares. Next highlight oh, okay. in the uh, community direct, uh, at least for me, was the very first one coming out strong with a game called Night Raider. This looked like a silky Midnight smooth. Midnight Raider. What? Really? Midnight Raider, yes. Oh, man, it was <laughs> Night midnight Raiders when I was watching this stuff. I guess I should have been more awake. Anyway, all right. So whatever Don said, silky smooth fighting game with some crank integration, but looks like mainly a platformer that's just, oh, goodness, just mm -hmm. dripping with incredible graphics, quick, speedy movements. Uh, I, I don't know how they're getting the Playdate to perform so gosh darn well. Uh, looked amazing. You guys must have seen this. It was the first one. Tell me you saw it. Yeah, it looked awesome. I love the style. Um, yeah, the animation looked fantastic. I am curious to see what the gameplay is like. And a part of me wondered if it was like a port from something else because mm -hmm. it says coming to play date. Uh, I did not dig in deeper, but maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just on play date. Very cool, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, very cool. Uh, next game is called Empire. That's the one next one that caught my eye anyway. It's a strategic war game where you select your kingdom, your taxation, how much to feed your subjects. It looked really polished and it said it was releasing in 2023. What? So like very soon? I mean, here we are in mid-October. There's not much of 2023 left. So mm -hmm. I guess keep an eye out. That was exciting. What do you guys think about that one? Yeah, Empire looked cool. Uh, it looked it looked very complex. Like I, people put these really complex games on the playdate, and I don't know how they do it, but they are very clever in the way they can make everything work with the limited buttons and crank and whatnot. And I love how legible Empire looked. So mm -hmm. yeah, this isn't a Dawn type of game, but it made me kind of want to give it a shot. If there's a demo or something, uh, it might get its hooks into me. I don't know, but yeah, very cool. Yeah. Um, I can't see who the dev is offhand, but yeah. Mm. All right, I'll let you look for that while I talk about the next one because you mentioned how legible Empire was. Well, speaking of very readable graphics, the next one that caught my eye was Dolphin Show. Mm -hmm. Very rudimentary graphics, but super, super smooth animation and super easy to see. Looks like it's a crank-only game. It was one of the shortest previews on the Direct, also coming in late 2023 so coming out real soon but a really inventive trailer it's like it was an in-game trailer but in game they had info for what the game was when it was coming out like the dolphin would swim past these little uh bits of info and honestly i had to watch it a second time <laughs> because i just kind of caught all that stuff at the end i'm like wait what what am I missing there? Like that wasn't just things to avoid. It was telling me stuff that I need to know. So I thought that was really inventive to include all that uh, in info in game for the trailer. Dolphin show probably in my top three of the show. It looks, looks super smooth, way up my alley, the type of game it is. Mm -hmm. Nick, I don't think you've seen all these yet, but it looked electroplankton. If it had like a electroplankton meets star sled, maybe. Mm -hmm. I love that uh, we end up comparing a lot of stuff to electroplankton. <laughs> Everything is WarioWare <laughs> or electroplankton. <laughs> Those are the only two games we've ever seen. We need more um, Peggle and Guitar Hero clones on the uh, play date. <laughs> uh, sounds right. great. While I smile and nod at those games I do not know, I'll talk about the next one in the direct that caught my eye, which was Eventier. Eventer, E-V-E-N-T-Y-R. Looks like the most ambitious pulp game I've ever seen. It's like a castle dungeon explorer, but with surprising graphics for a pulpy aesthetic. Did you guys catch this one? I'm trying to find it. I The, the name throws me. I don't... I'm looking at the list to try and figure out, okay, it says 16 minutes. I need to refresh it. The name doesn't say much to me. Oh, was that the one where it was just the, the uh, dude with the geese? No, that's Game of Goose. I don't think Eventier. so. Yeah. I don't remember anything about Eventier. I'm looking at the screenshots and it does not ring a bell. All right. Sorry. Well, 
pull it up when you have a moment. Uh, I thought it was pretty darn cool. Uh, I'm I'm very bad about also including dev names. I should have looked those up too. But anyhow, hopefully the game name will get you there. Next one is Kurobi. This looked like Section Z mixed with anime to me. I don't know if you guys have played Section Z. It was a Capcom game for the NES. It was a game <laughs> I had when I was a kid, and it's so flipping difficult. It's basically yes. like a super speedy horizontal cruiser game with tons of things flying around the screen. And this game reminded me of that a lot. Uh, took me back to my childhood, made me wonder if I could ever have a chance of completing Kurobi because it looks <laughs> so punishing, just like Section Z. Uh, yeah. Any any feels about Kurobi, guys? Side-scrolling shooter with a yo-yo. The weapon is a yo-yo. Yeah, uh -huh. looks, looks yeah. like a lot of fun. I definitely want to play this one. Uh, was so that the one? Wait, no. That wasn't the one with the yo-yo, was it? Yeah. I right? thought it was uh, Yo-Yozo, the one with the yo-yo. Uh, well, no, you shoot like a big metal ball, but you shoot it like a yo-yo. Like it rams into everything and then comes back to you. Mm, okay. It's Kurobi. Uh, it's, so it's okay. Section Z mixed with Star Tropics. It sounds uh, <laughs> really exciting. I cool. I likened this to another game when, when I was watching it in the chat, and I don't remember what I likened it to, but um, it does look very cool. Uh, Anything well, cyberpunky, I'm I'm in. All right. Well, while you're referencing your Discord notes, Don, uh, I'll talk about Uncranked, which is a Playdate magazine by the one, the only, Zanya Lasagna. Zanya's editing this, uh, and it's going to be a zine on the Playdate. And she's taking mm. pre-orders for physical copies, too. So this is a Playdate magazine that can be in Playdate or a physical version if you want it. So cool. Uh, 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 I, I don't I don't think it can be on the play date. I think it can. Can it? I I so I bought a copy and they sent me she sent me like a, a PDF, a digital copy. And it's like a nice zine, like magazine, like you'd expect from her. I don't maybe it can be on the play date. Mm, I pretty, I must have missed that. Pretty sure in the direct it was talking about how it's available on both Playdate and pre-orders for physical copies. Uh we we can come back and we're gonna have a one of us effed up section next time. We'll see oh who it is. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, um contact Zanya, see how you could get in on this. Uh and there's going to be all sorts of stuff like developer interviews, game reviews, third-party accessory overviews, Lua tutorials. Nick, if you need a Lua tutorial, it's going to be in here. And our uh, good pal Pizza Fuel Dev is going to be doing that. Um, you can send Playdate info if you want some stuff to go into the next Uncranked Playdate magazine to uncrankedpdzine at gmail.com. That's spelled funny. It's uncranked with no E, pdzine at gmail.com. Okay. So uh, something to look out for. Zanya, nice work as always. You are prolific. I don't know how you keep up with all of it. Nice work. Next one, speaking of yo-yos from a game or two ago, um, Yo-Yozo is the next one that I thought looked really interesting. It looked like a yo-yo on a rubber band that yeah. you just sort of like swing around like a maniac and try to collect <laughs> objects around the screen for high scores. But it does appear as though there's potential for like honing your skill with this game. And maybe you'll feel like less of a maniac once you do that. But the graphics uh, evidently were created using only paths and lines. So no bitmaps and... The music is generated using only, uh, I, I don't know, Nick, you can help me out with this. Whatever junk is already inside the Playdate. So there's no MP3s. <laughs> so I'm guessing this is just a super, super small file size for the game, but it looks like it runs crazy smooth. All right. Put Ryan, it in real I, terms. Nick. I love how how technical you are. This uh, this is incredible. Um, but yeah, the, the, Playdate, the Playdate has uh, a pretty amazing synthesizer chip. Uh, in it so the music is uh that's you know, the junk i was talking about 
utilizing that synthesizer chip yeah that that's the junk and then um, the pads in line so is it similar to ve- uh, vector graphics like do they do they expand or contract um, or is it just a point-to-point uh, type uh, that, illustrations that my, either way that was my yeah. understanding of it i mean it's a pixel-based screen but mm-hmm. uh i guess the mathematics behind it sound vectory to me versus a bit they are it's they like are. circles and um, lines i think yeah yeah based okay so so you can draw those effectively um using the playdate sdk and um it's pretty uh straightforward that's a that's a great use of it though um because especially as uh um the action intensifies on something like this i i think that um would keep it pretty fluid pretty smooth so pretty neat you will Next game that caught my eye was called Initial Daydream. And this is another pulpy game, not as graphically as uh, not as, as graphically impressive as Event here. Nevertheless, it looked fun and humorous with quotes like battle. And <laughs> it got me interested from just the the quotes that they were showcasing. So it looks like it's gonna be fun. Um actual release date is December 1st, 2023. So month and a half away nice don't have to wait too long for that one uh after that was man i have the hardest time saying this robot robotleets robotleets robotocles robotocles i think you said it right i don't know a real hard time with that one basically it's robot athletes but i can't say that all in one word (laughs) Um, so this is a robot building and racing game but it looks extraordinarily silly it's basically like an exquisite corpse style of shoehorning together different robot parts and if if you're not familiar with that basically if you were to cut a body into three parts you know shoulders and up for the head middle of the body and then down for the legs or in the case of robots wheels or whatever um you can sort of piece together these weird robots and race them and it it looks really inventive really fun really silly uh but also like something you could probably hone your skill at and uh yeah i don't know when that's coming out but uh caught my eye don did you stick around the direct long enough to see that one yeah yeah for sure it looks like disco dodgeball remix meets uh like track and field and <laughs> i'm very interested he's actually or the dev i don't know if it's a he but the dev is asking for play testers all over the place right now oh so interesting i'm curious to hop on that and give it a, hmm. give it a go how does it We're compare to electroplankton that's really the question <laughs> it's a little more peggle heavy but a little more <laughs> a little more wario wear all right okay okay um is it like a custom robo but with less uh strategy in the fighting and more like just a, a racing game like how, how is the racing portion of it that looks I, i'm big into robots and and i like it okay it, so, uh, it, it basically great. looks like a, a robot running along a track but you can have like human legs or a wheel or this sounds amazing jumping so, over hurdles that kind of thing yeah i'm very excited by this all right, coming down the home stretch here next one uh tickled my fancy was solar descent it's another pulpy dungeon crawler, but it's got some really cool looking fighting mechanics and an incredible looking hooded figure that uses Pulp's very limited eight by eight pixel grid to a wonderful effect. Uh, I, I, you know, we get to the point where it sort of feels like we've seen all the potential iterations of eight by eight pulp characters and when i saw this one i was like wow that that really stands out and to the point where i was like is he using that like there's a trick you can use to sort of stack a couple of uh blocks on top of each other so you've got like 16 by 8 instead of 8 by 8 but it long story short it looks great um so that's solar descent and then uh looks like island 2 is coming out for the play date here soon too uh, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, is that correct? It is coming out. Yeah, there's no release date attached, but it's on its way. Okay. Yeah. Toss something in the direct anyway. I guess he's working on it. Not right soon on. enough. <laughs> cool. Well, that's all I saw. Were there any highlights that I missed that really, uh, you know, got you excited? Uh, 
there's a couple um outside parties is coming from i think adam's interactive that's the one that take that took like a giant photograph and you zoom in closer and closer and closer and it's very spooky and you can adjust the, not only the zoom level but the like the brightness or the contrast to find hidden mm -hmm. details in the picture yeah and um that looked really interesting very spooky spore story we're getting we got more information about the new possibly axolotl game it looked like a looked a little stardew valley-ish i know that's a generic kind of description or chia or not chia um chicory it reminded me of those kind of things but you can change your head there was a playdate head character walking around um that looked really interesting uh what were some of the other ones uh ausbruch i'll mention remember that game nick it was like breakout but in a dungeon and we were breaking mm. bricks like mm -hmm. photorealistic type bricks and it was very glitchy we played it this summer anyway that has a full release now so okay. i'll show you a picture later you'll remember but anyway okay. it got yeah. a full release uh during this this whole thing um what cool. were the other ones uh a couple of these we're just going to talk about in a couple of minutes because they came out during the show so very cool oh the play date calendar did we mention that Zanya no, Lasagna put together so. a calendar. There's like a physical oh calendar for mm -hmm. 2024. And um, I ordered one. I think it was like 12 bucks or something. It wasn't very expensive. Shipped. It was 12 bucks shipped in the US. And uh, Zanya said that it would be here, you know, before the end of the year. So that's awesome. Looking forward to that. Yeah, it looked really cool. Very I tried cool. to not like look too much at the images because there's like pictures of the months. I like to be surprised. <laughs> Well, I have a spoiler for you, Don. Are you ready? <laughs> well, I saw a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll let everybody figure that out on their own. Uh, uh, anyway, there was a, a couple, just a couple more. There was a very long Gotta Bounce trailer that was very cool. Um, that's the new game from, I can't think of his name, Mouflon Cloud, mm -hmm. who did Stars of the Screen. Um, looking forward to playing that. Did you see the Ball und Panzer Golf, where it was like, a golf game but all 18 holes are on the screen at once yes it reminded me of one of those old electromechanical golf <laughs> yeah. games and oh that did get me excited why did i not write that down yeah i'm so glad you mentioned that yeah it's the first color playdate game too i mean if you, if play, you play it on it. the emulator <laughs> on but, the sdk yeah you know. It makes it in color. It, but it's it's cute. I, I, I <laughs> heard that. Color. I was like, "All right, good try, I guess." But like, uh, it, okay. No, anyway, I, I think that's great. So, Ryan, I don't know if you have experience with the uh, the Super Game Boy. Um, yes. is an I know. Add -on I know for the what, Super Nintendo. Uh -huh, yep. And it allowed you to play your Game Boy games on the TV. Um, and select but your own color big, scheme, right? Big deal with it was that you could actually program. Uh, your Game Boy game to have different functionality when played through the Super Game Boy. So this is kind of similar to that concept where it's like a, a different game if you're playing through the simulator versus when you're playing on device. Um, okay. I really you've, like that concept. You've turned me around on the subject. Now I'm all for it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Nick, are you familiar with Kai? K-Y-E? It was like an old Windows game or something? Old Microsoft game? I'll have to look it up. Yeah, um, I'll have to put a link to the show notes. I think I forgot to. But uh, Ginger Beard Man ported it over. I tried playing it. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand what I was supposed to do. But uh, it's free if you oh, donate yeah. to a children's charity. Hmm. Which huh. is kind of neat. Good and job, then, Ginger Beard Man. Uh, Hat Trick got a, a trailer. That's one that's been kicking around for over a year now. It's a, like, you play as Link's hat, kind of, from Zelda. And that looked really cute. The trailer was really cute. Didn't get a whole lot of gameplay footage or anything, but um, still looking forward to that. Robot Rally getting a little bit closer. There is a demo for that out right now. I hate tower defense games, but Satellite actually looked pretty cool. It's like the satellites going around the planet are your towers or your defenses, <clears throat> rather. And so as stuff is going around your planet, your satellites are attacking it. It looked like it really would work great on the playdate. And so I will definitely try that That's out. That's good. Yeah. Um, Alice Embrace, it didn't show a whole lot, but look, it sounded cute. Pull Frog Playdate Deluxe. It, it was one of the last games. It looked like a uh, Mr. Driller type game. Mixed with something else. I don't know. Mr. Driller meets uh, Tetris Attack, maybe. 
I don't know. It looked pretty neat. So oh, that was the one where the frog sort of like Mm -hmm. grabs the pieces with his tongue and pulls them over a little bit or something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 That was looks looked kind of inventive. Yeah. That looked really cool. So um, I don't know when that's coming, but I will definitely play it. So a lot. We covered a lot. Thank you so much, Ryan, for for your thorough notes. Totally. And thank you for mentioning the rest of the games that I didn't. That was awesome. There's even more uh, that we didn't mention, too. So that's definitely unbelievable. Watch, yeah. watch, the, watch the direct if you can. Totally it's amazing. Worth. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Good everybody, job, for devs. putting that together. Good yeah. job, Gant, for making it happen again. And if you thought Gant was done, he's not. He's coming back with the <laughs> next direct January 2024. So, hey, devs. Get your butts in gear over the holidays and make these trailers because come January, there's another one coming. So uh, I think that's it for the direct, but uh, not it for the news and notes because Play Jam 4 is coming up November 10th through the 13th. Play Jam 4, we're going to have a link to it in the show notes for today's episode. Uh, Boy, howdy. If if we didn't already have an embarrassment of riches, looks like we might have some more. (laughs) Uh, And then our last news and notes for the week is going to be the fact that we are making a little change here on the podcast are you ready to help our listeners to the change afoot nick do you want to let everybody know about this uh yeah so uh ryan can't seem to remember that it's called pixel panel i can't remember anything none of us can i don't think (laughs) and neither can don and also i can't so uh we're changing the name of that section Thanks for throwing me under the bus, though. I like that <laughs> yeah, part. You're welcome. Yeah, got to got to start got to start somewhere. Um, so we're changing the name of that section from Pixel Panel to Pick of the Week. So that that was the original sort of title for that um, because that's what we're we gonna, end up saying. We anyway. always call it yeah, <laughs> every single time. Um, so we're keeping the same format though, where one of us will choose a game and then we will all play the same game and we will discuss it in the Discord. So if you have any feedback uh, or any information that you would like to share, um, you're, you're still welcome to do so. Nothing changes in that regard. We're just changing the name because none of us can uh, say it correctly, no matter how big the font in our show notes is. So. <laughs> yes, we're all right. simplifying. I, yes. I think, I think, I think, I think that brings us to our you bitty boop indie inventory. Don, yes. take it away. Indie inventory isn't changing right now, but uh, we had we had a ton of games. <laughs> Just give us another week. <laughs> we actually, yeah, we actually cut it back, and there's still a ton of games. So we're gonna try and go somewhat quick. Um, Dash Arena, one dollar by Lubu. It's uh, it's what I thought Zipper was going to be. You uh, very quickly and rapidly rush towards things and kill them the animation is super smooth and one of the best uh like title cards or dashboard cards um in all of playdate dumb definitely worth a dollar something yeah um from zanya lasagna solaris arcana the eye of the soothsayer 366 it is a like a little experience with boss battles and um like a little a smaller adventure compared to the soothsayer game that came out um in the summer so um yeah ideas there Firing on all cylinders. That's amazing. I mean, putting out the yeah. multi-platform zine, putting together mm-hmm. or helping to put together this uh, Playdate bundle, coming out with uh, Arcana, the Eye of the Soothsayer. I, I don't know how she does it all. It's amazing. I won't I don't spoil either. it. I won't spoil it, but there's something she does with the dance floor in this game, Solaris Arcana, that there's was dancing? really clever. There's a dance floor. Yeah, I guess you could <gasps> dance. Um, I, I thought it was really clever, so uh, it's worth checking out just for that. Ryan, um, Ryan, yes. Ryan uh, small correction to, to earlier. I did look up the uh, the zine, and it makes no mention of being on device. However, um, hopefully, uh, Zanya is uh, working on that because I think that's a great idea. If it was in catalog or something and could be updated automatically, mm-hmm. anyway, that mm-hmm. that's like wildly ambitious. But um, and totally, uh, I believe I believe but it's if anyone digital do it. physical only. Um, so okay. at least from what I read, okay, it was quite late when I rewatched the direct, so maybe I misread that. If so, my apologies for putting that on you, Zanya. <laughs> yeah, that, get to work. Hope that, hope that doesn't add any pressure. <laughs> they've got enough going on, that's for Seriously, sure. Seriously, <laughs> my goodness. If if you go to playorama.app, then you can watch the direct on your play date, 
that's an app that shows videos Ooh. on your play date. Yeah. That's cool. Yes. Maybe. Uh, oh, go ahead. You muted yourself, Ryan. Or unplugged something. For goodness sakes. Maybe that's what I was talking about. Uh, did I mix up a couple things? The oh, I thought I had that mentioned. Yeah. The Playorama. Um, no, we've, we've no, that was the direct... That that was the direct yeah. that was on Playdate, yeah. not the zine. Hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm going to reach out to Zanya, see if I can not be wrong. Okay. All right. Thanks. Go ahead. Thanks for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Next up is Mega Dystopia Micro Architect MDMA <laughs> for six bucks by another dev-, dev with a weird name. What is with you people? Um, I don't know. I have not played it. It looks so good, though. I have not had time, but man, this game looks awesome. I love the style. It's, it's like a city builder, but more puzzle based less uh yeah. city builder based i don't know looks really uh, good though. guy just guy just all guy okay thank you nick for the the uh assist um next up is cryptomania movie quotes by uh, ericus and it looks kind of, a little bit like jeopardy or hangman but with uh movie quotes it's five bucks looks looks pretty polished and then heavy trucking by raccoon formality we need more <laughs> dev names like that. That's perfect. They are trying to reach a stretch goal. They blew through it. They raised $200. They were trying to reach... Um, the stretch goal keeps changing. Oh, maybe because they reached this goal. Now it's a stretch goal. Never mind. Uh, anyways, 420. It is like a trucking sim. If you're familiar with that Penn & Teller Desert Bus game, there's a version of that in here where there's an eight-hour an eight hour bus drive through the uh, Tucson to vegas here you can just ride on your yeah. on your play date yeah anyway haven't tried it looks cool, cool. uh luna landa by is this exactly what it sounds like because this is very exciting to me if so it looks a little bit like gravity express but very cute you're picking up bunnies and stuff it, it, similar okay. controls to lunar lander or similar gameplay i guess but not on a giant scale like Lunar Lander. You're in little caves and stuff on this. I don't think Lunar Lander, you weren't in caves, were you? You're on the surface no. mostly. Yeah, it was all on the surface. Okay. Okay. Um, this is this is very cool. Um, just uh, not not what I was expecting when I opened the link. Um, so this is by Legia Games. Legia. No Legia? one knows. Okay. Next up is a game called Made and Wired by NNNN. It is Name Your Own Price. It's a port of a WarioWare game. It was originally released for the PECE. Mm. I don't know what any of this stuff is, but it definitely plays like a WarioWare game. I played it the other day, and it was very cool, very tricky, and uh, super polished and fun. So if you like WarioWare, I know we always comparing that but it says right in the description warioware <laughs> so it's warioware with a little space shooter attached all uh, right next up i it's by humble tune this time i can't say the name of the game uh lewd lewd build this one was getting a, a whole bunch of buzz online it's like a music visualizer for the play date it looks really cool. A lot of a lot of DJs and stuff and musicians were tagging it that are not typically yeah. Playdate people were tagging it on Playdate or on Instagram the other day. But uh, anyway, uh it looks, looks like, like uh, there's hope for a port of uh, Super Hexagon. Um, looking at you some of the visualizations, here. that would be amazing. That, that's yeah. Uh, Ryan would just kick our ass at that. They ported Super Hexagon. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, oh, Flinger from Tom White. I like that one. That's easy. Uh, it's a novel arcade game. You use the accelerometer to fling bullets at enemies while dodging your little ship around. So it's one buck hmm. if you're looking for a, a cheap fix on the playdate this week. An even cheaper fix from Digicarot <laughs> is Super High School Danger Course. They took the uh, Super High School or whatever the high school... Oh, I forget the name of it. The one that won the uh, the play jam a couple, two play jams ago. The the uh, mm-hmm. track and field. They, now they added like death defying stunts to the track and field game they released earlier. Huh. So, Very cool. I, I remember uh, 
the what was the digicarrot game that we just uh reviewed a little bit ago and then uh it was escapion yes escapion thank you uh and then i started looking into their back catalog and that game looked really fun i haven't had a chance to download it yet but i'm excited that um it sounds like they're expanding on it so this is super high school sports day crank athlon but with danger added there we go okay more danger gotta love that and it's free so give it a go i don't know i don't know how their games are free ryan i'm hoping you can talk about this next one crank and watch ball you Uh talked about their octopus game now they got ball on here fantastic let's take a look see uh looks very authentic once again Man, obviously there is a Game & Watch enthusiast out there who is a developer because (laughs) they are making some very faithful reproductions of these games. Uh, They started with one of the best, in my opinion. Now they started with, uh, now they followed it up with the first ball. That was the first Game & Watch game that came out from Nintendo. Uh, Man, my mind is spinning with possibilities of like, how might they replicate a multi-screen game and could they do such a thing i don't think it would be as faithfully reproduced because the aspect ratio of the playdate screen is so ideal for replicating these uh single screen game and watch games or widescreen games as they like to call them but um yeah we'll see where it goes from here but nice work uh whoever this dev is i'm not seeing any funny dev names two cells two cells there we go and it looks like they've got a picture on it's got a clock so they have it on the uh play date stereo dock <laughs> you just want to use it as a clock that's great pretty neat and then last one is the one i was talking about earlier nick uh ausbrook ausbrook by click it's like uh yeah it's breakout but with photorealistic bricks and stuff but it was oh, really cute okay. in a very early version and now it's uh even cuter yeah so i'm looking forward to playing this it was very glitchy when we played like the very very rough draft and i'm glad to see they kept working on it and i can't wait to give this a shot yeah looks great okay cool all All right we made it through another indie inventory which means it's now time for the welcome back don pick of the week this time i'm steering the boat and the game we're talking about is the fall of elena temple uh, this is only two American dollars and well worth the price. It's available right now. Uh, the full release just released like five days ago on October 5th. Uh, so this is a, uh, an unusually timely pick of the week. Uh, when I picked it, the game was not fully released. There was a 10 level version, but they've since come out with the full 20 level version. Now, what the heck is this game? all about well let's talk about it uh essentially who's the dev right the dev is grim talon grim talon thank you for asking uh i am awful about that i would i would like to note that uh we were provided review codes for the full version of the game as well i bought it i did too I so was there. provided a review code. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. Thank you, Grim Talon. Thank you, Grim Talon, for reaching out and offering that to us. But hey, uh, it sounds like Don and I beat you to the punch. So anyhow, uh, I was going to review it even before you gave it to us for free, but that's very kind of you. So anyway, here we go. Yes. Uh, this is a uh, pulpy sort of aesthetic um platformer puzzle game you basically explore rooms and try to avoid pitfalls and collect coins to progress through to the next level but the real kicker is that you can use the crank to undo your falls so if you start on a particular platform you fall off uh you can only jump like one unit like if you if your player height is a unit you can only jump up one unit Uh, And if the platform is like two or three units above you, you cannot jump that high to get there. So if you fall off that platform, you have uh, at some points in the game, the ability to crank yourself back up a particular number of falls, which is a really interesting game mechanic because uh, as you're going through these levels, as 
uh, any good game should. It slowly teaches you these mechanics. It gets you involved in these games where you can, you know, initially somewhat easily complete the levels, but then it ramps up in strategic difficulty. So there were a number of levels as I was getting to that were like, you know, real brain teasers and had me really thinking about things for a while like where where else could i fall or what other combination could i do to complete this because i'd i'd get to like you know one coin left and there'd be no way to get there and uh so you really got to think about where you're maneuvering your player to uh, how many falls you have to rewind essentially and man i just really loved my time on this game even though i paid two whole dollars for it <laughs> nick what did you think about your review copy of this game so um i this uh it's a very busy time for me unfortunately so i didn't get to spend as much time with the fall of the lane temple as i would have liked to i only made it to stage six so i feel like that's pretty early in the game um i really enjoyed the rewind mechanic um, and I thought it was very thoughtfully implemented. Um, the uh, I did have uh, a little bit of difficulty with some of the short falls uh, to spikes. I, I think I saw some some chatter about that in the Discord as well. Um, and you know that that's just my poor playing ability. I think uh, coming to the fore, but um, I, I really liked having to plan out my route, and then um, I. Very much at first, I thought uh, that it was going to be extremely challenging to have to completely destroy a run that I had already gotten most of the way through um, to have to take an alternate route if I made a mistake. Um, but I found that uh, it was actually very quick to go back through any of the stages, um, however many times it took me to actually wrap my brain around uh the the puzzle that the game was presenting um so i i found it to be very clever and fun uh and i hope to be able to spend some more time with it cool i, I feel like you sold yourself short nick you were saying you didn't have much time to play this i was afraid you had zero time to play this i feel mm -hmm. like you probably got a pretty good idea of the game playing through six levels so i commend you nick okay. thank you uh don <laughs> what was your thought uh, I, I i gotta say this is probably my favorite not pixel panel uh indie pick of the week that we've had so far <laughs> since we've been doing this new formula this was like a perfect it was perfect i mean it was cheap which is nice but it was also like uh easy to understand challenging but you could play it in bite-sized attempts uh it had a save system it was charming very legible uh it wasn't twitchy like there's one the only twitchy thing kind of like nick uh, described is that sometimes you have to rewind very fast for like one second that's it yeah um it keeps adding new elements without being obnoxious about it where you're trying to remember 15 different types of commands it doesn't ever do that it adds just enough without being um you know without making it annoying uh so i really enjoyed it and it, it just happened that we that ryan picked it at a good time where it, they added levels but i ran out of time too um you know i, I was wasn't here for the last episode so i didn't have as much play date time as i wanted i got to level 11 though um so now there's 20 levels level 11 was really tricky and grim talon in our discord mentioned that they, he would give us tips on how to beat the, the stages and whatnot if we wanted them but that the he designed the game with wanting people to have those aha moments of how to break through and there was I found most of the levels pretty easy if you're used to like the Captain Toad games and like that kind of thing where you're trying to, if you're used to this type of puzzle, like I would say it's similar to a, a Captain Toad or even a Donut Dodo. I mean, Donut Dodo is way faster, but that type of game. So I was kind of used to the types of puzzles that it was looking for. But it did throw a couple, it did throw uh, curveballs at me, which I appreciated. And I think it was puzzle, it was like nine or 10, where I knew it wasn't going to be as straightforward as it looked. And so I just started off like, okay, these two, I gotta, I have 
10 doors and eight keys or that kind of thing. So I got to, I got to pick two doors to not touch. And it made me smile. It was like, okay, this is cool. Like the developer obviously knows you're going to, if you just run in, you're going to waste your keys and you're going to have to start over. Totally. Yeah. You better, you have to plan. You can't brute force the levels at this point. And I thought that was really clever. And there were a couple aha moments um, besides that. I don't mean to say it like the whole thing was a breeze or anything, but it was also charming. Like it was fun to have to collect every coin. I normally am not that kind of player where you have to collect where Mm -hmm. I go and collect every coin, but this made it fun without being irritating as well. There was never like one coin that was super annoying to get to. It was like, oh no, I just got to plan to get over there. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Great pick Ryan. And uh, I'm looking forward to picking away at it. I mean, I don't necessarily want to blast through the next 10 levels in one afternoon or anything, but I probably could if I really wanted to. Yeah, and that's that's mm-hmm. another nice thing about this game is that it's quite segmented. Uh, it's sort of episodic. You can spend 10 or 15 minutes with it to complete a more difficult level and then put it down for a little bit and come back and try that next level that you made your way to. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think the level design in this game is so exquisitely done. Uh, that you you talked about that that slow ramping up of difficulty, but then also never having to remember a, a bajillion game mechanics. Like I thought was really handy. Uh, it's got some you know fun, quirky little humor thrown in there too. Uh, some self referential stuff, uh, which you know kept me smiling as I was uh, puzzling. Uh, so yeah, I was man, I had a great time and I'm so glad you did too, Don. I feel like we're going to hear or see your quote from this episode on the Elena Temple page moving <laughs> forward. Perfect. Don from Hello Podcast. There you go. <laughs> or whatever the heck we call this. But Hello Playdate Podcast. That's it, right? Yeah. Hello Playdate Podcast. Welcome, right? I'll listen one so, of these days. <laughs> shall we talk about the feedback that uh, was on our discord yeah we got a bunch i was looking up uh pizza dev was probably one of the the first that popped in there um one of the first to finish it i guess gamma goat finished the first 10 levels and then i i wonder if that's satisfying or not like you finish it and then immediately after you finish boom twice as many levels <laughs> we should have quizzed them um nick do you want to read some of the feedback um... or are you able to i <laughs> um i've got some of it up here um okay. pizza dev finished the game really appreciate the visual clarity often pulp games can seem overly visually cluttered but not this one clean simple immediately discern levels were well thought out challenging which i loved negative side i feel like the difficulty curve is way too steep i've struggled after a few levels and i feel like a few easier levels would have been appreciated um also struggled with the rewind feature it felt unresponsive um we should mention something that gamma goat discovered and yeah. i think it's been fixed now is that, that you have cool. to crank uh counterclockwise and if you if you crank clockwise let's say three turns the game remembers that and you have to turn counterclockwise three turns to get back to zero before turning wow. again and that was a bug yeah, basically the gamma goat discovered and let the, the dev know so now i think you can turn either direction right as long as you do one full turn I, so I the game t- still says counterclockwise in um in the opening hint oh, okay that it gives i i know the dev was real responsive to that and uh I, I would imagine if it's not in the current port then it will be soon um but i thought that was so cool of gamma goat to not only like note that there was a bug but figure out precisely what that was like Mm -hmm. i feel like that would have thrown me for a complete loop trying to figure out what was going on there but yeah he figured it out nice job gamma speaking of gamma goat he's got some thoughts on the game as well which goes something like this the fall of elena temple is a fun little puzzle game on 0.8 so that's prior to the full 20 level release Uh, There's a good mix of rooms that keeps introducing new mechanics. There was enough there to feel like a full experience. There were a couple points that required more dexterity than I wanted. It was frustrating to play through the first half of the puzzle only to fail because of controller skill, not puzzle solving. That aside, I think the difficulty was just about perfect for me. More perfect 
descriptors here, uh, Mr. Developer of Fall of Elaine and Temple, uh, they were challenging enough that I didn't just plow through them all on my first try, and I had a sense of accomplishment when I finished. I enjoyed having one coin left and getting that aha moment when I realized my mistake. I think it was paced well to pick up and play though one or two levels uh, through one or two levels, then pick it up again another day. Yep. Graphics were pretty clear. As with any of the Playdate games, finding my character when the room loads is the hardest part. I am looking forward to the full release. Thank you, Gamma Goat. And uh, Grim Talon is Mr. Developer, who I could not remember the name of. So Grim Talon is in this... Uh, uh, pixel panel slash pick of the week thread in our discord channel he's taken note of everything that's happening i have not been able to try whether or not that uh, clockwise to counterclockwise thing we described earlier is uh fixed or not but man uh i can only imagine so and if not soon uh, so dino or, or dean zero uh responded and said by the way really i, I enjoying- did Yep. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I did confirm with Dean O, and it is Dean O. He okay. said that he laughed super hard when I, I said that, but I swear that character looks like a zero to me. Anyway, it's Dean O. I got confirmation. Makes sense. Um, said I'm really enjoying the Pixel Panel title. It's a fantastic little puzzler. I haven't finished the game yet, but I pulled together some thoughts. I like the use of a static play field for each level. Design is inventive. Value's been squeezed from every pixel of the limited screen estate. Without a timer driving the action, the entire playfield can be surveyed before making your first move, which is an enjoyable, slow-paced experience. Mechanics are introduced at a steady pace. The difficulty of the challenges increase at a faster clip. I thought the balance was surprisingly effective and enjoyed the steep incline. It didn't feel prohibitive. Rewinding is a fun mechanic, which I found tough to master. My overzealous cranking mid-fall nearly always sent me back multiple steps. The position at which the crank triggers the action appears to shift, not quite firing on one complete turn. Locking the trigger to a fixed crank position may improve the interaction. Uh, it was a joyful experience, which is perfect for the playdate. That's a third perfect. Um, <laughs> potential tweaks to improve the use of the crank, but overall another wonderfully compact and engaging title. Uh, thank you, Grim Talent, for investing your time and creativity into creating the game. Hopefully you find some value in the comments and feedback you receive from everyone. Yeah, such a cool community we've got on the Discord. I'm I'm so thankful for our listeners here who are so responsive, articulate, smart, and like patient to figure out some of these things too. All, and it all sounds... the things we're not. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds like Grim Talon is appreciative too because he comes in to say. Thank you for the detailed feedback. I initially had the undo trigger at almost 360, but there were some complaints that rewinding was too hard. So I reduced the angle to 270, which made surviving those falls with spikes at the bottom easier. But the downside was that you could undo too many times. Like you said, if you're too generous with a crank. In the end, I think it's best to make the rewind a bit easier. As for most of the game, you do not need to hurry at all with a crank. Just rotate it at a steady pace until the undo happens. So that's Grim Talon, the developer of The Fall of Elena Temple, chiming in in our Discord. He had some more stuff to say, but uh, you know we don't need to read this whole thread, I don't think. But... Thank you to everyone for chiming in with your thoughts. Thank you to Grim Talon for chiming in with thoughts as well and making the perfect game. Nice job, man. (laughs) (laughs) We have one other bit of feedback from uh, another contributor to the Discord. That's Orkin. Um, And they said that room 11 was tough and they're up to room 16, not stuck just where they last stopped and really enjoying the game. Getting new mechanics nearly every room is great and keeps things fresh. Difficulty curve maybe isn't perfect. Later rooms sometimes felt significantly easier than earlier rooms, but these things are hard to get right and opinions are going to vary. I do agree that rewinding can feel a little unresponsive. I almost always want the first rewind to be instant, and it of course never is unless you buffer the rewind beforehand by cranking it just before the trigger, but it hasn't caused me any big problems. The times I've needed a rewind before falling to my death have been relatively few, and are probably front-loaded in the earlier rooms. And uh, then they responded yesterday and said, finished. It continues to throw new mechanics at you right up until the end, which is great. Really enjoyable and recommended. And uh, 
Dino had a final bit of feedback, which is that uh, I feel like when you solve a puzzle or two, you just need to keep on rolling while the cogs are turning, <laughs> which I, <laughs> I can understand. So yeah, I could see um, that. I like that there's no timer too. I wanted to mention that. Yeah, I feel like. Uh-huh. It, did you guys ever play Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle? Yeah, Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's similar as well. But I, I as a kid, I, I feel like that had a timer. Like I remember Bugs Bunny freezing if he didn't quite get through to the door quick enough and i feel like this would kind of ruin the experience if it had a timer or maybe it would add another layer if there was like a timed mode but uh i don't want that i like a chill no same timer mode. yeah i i really <laughs> enjoyed being able to be calm and thoughtful mm-hmm. <laughs> not sure. needing to race a timer yeah it was nice yeah, yeah. very good as we said perfect good job uh grim talon very good. And I did want to mention, um, I owned the Alina Temple game, so I played a little bit of the Xbox one. I have it on Switch, too, but they're always like a dollar or two bucks. And those games, uh, Adventures of Alina Temple, is a little bit different because you can jump and the screens connect. So you'll just like do one little puzzle and then you move on to the next room. You just walk into the next room and go back to previous rooms. Like huh. the rooms are connected. So it's more like a dungeon. Not quite a spelunky size deal, but much smaller. But uh, yeah, definitely worth giving a look for, um, you know, bite-sized puzzle game. Or I guess puzzle platformer. Awesome. Well, thank you, Don. Uh, Speaking of Don, hey, what's coming up next week? Next week, we are going to do Realistic Fishing by Totally Under Control or Toad. Uh, Let me pull up the link. Um. Also, we have a couple codes. So mm-hmm. it just hit catalog today, which, guys, we forgot to mention the catalog, catalog releases for today. Oh, my gosh. That's and there was a big one. There was like, oh, well, there's a bunch of big ones. Um, So maybe we could r- blow through those real quick. Uh, sorry that we're blowing through them, devs. We're lovingly massaging through them. But, um, yeah, realistic fishing is really fun. Uh, fishing game, you fish, you paddle over to the shop you buy new gear you go back out you fish deeper and then when the fish are up in the air you spear them and you catch them so we have uh we gave away codes on instagram and discord we have four game codes so the game is usually eight dollars on catalog and itch but we have four itch codes so if you're listening to this right now send us an email hello playdate podcast at gmail.com I'll give a code to the first person and then I'll randomly select three other listeners to receive a code and you can play along with us. We'll talk about it next time. Very cool. Can I win? Ryan already has a code (laughs) allegedly. (laughs) And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Totally for giving us codes, by the way, for sure. I had already bought one. So I gave Ryan my code. I wanted to make sure it worked. Yeah. Thank you, Toad. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations on making it to catalog. And real quick, um, Scenic Route Software, you're going to miss the bus. Came out now today. Released on... Not only on catalog, but also on itch. So whatever platform you are, uh, you know, choosing these days, uh, go grab it. We've been talking about that one for a little bit. I'm glad it's finally out in the public. Can't wait to hear what everyone thinks about that. In addition to uh, realistic fishing and you're going to miss the bus, let's run down the rest of these real quick. We've got Tau by Gareth Williams. Uh, spooky with lots of O's in it. Eleven games inside. Um, let's see. Platform. Yeah, that's a category, right? That's a category. Yeah, those are yeah, spooky those. games. Oh, is that right? Oopsie. That's well, okay. Yeah. Platform oh, ten no, is a game, okay. though. Though. Yeah. Good. I got that one right. <laughs> Platform <laughs> ten by Gabe O'Reilly. Uh, blocky balloons by Brando and quantum phantom nope. basketball or good were those from last week yeah from last week Whoopsies. blocky balloons is the last one that came out today okay. i've never heard of it looks interesting cool i'll leave the catalog game reading up to you next week no problem uh it, i did add a high score channel to our discord for you're gonna miss the bus so beat mm. down those high scores and there's a leaderboard in the game but we want some smack talk on discord <laughs> very cool speaking speaking of discord you can reach our discord in the show notes you can also reach our website playdatepodcast.com and uh email us you can always email us hello playdatepodcast at gmail.com thank you so much for listening anything else we have to add guys 
Um, I would like to put just a quick shout oh, yeah, for yeah. my next book. Uh, you can find it at one bite at a time book.com. That's one bite at a time book.com. Uh, I have been working so gosh darn hard on this and I know you've heard it at the, at the end of the past couple episodes, but it's coming so close to launching on November 1st. Um, I usually bow out of the podcast for the month that I'm crowdfunding because it's so bonkers. I'm going to do my best to be there this time. Uh, we'll, we'll see if I can hang in there, but regardless, please check it out. One bite at a time book.com. I would love to see you over there on November 1st. And, uh, I, I released a new game um, between last episode and this episode. It's called Drained Bite Sized, and it uses the drained playfield module that I manufacture. Um, it is a speed running vampire slaying challenge, uh, perfect for Halloween. So um, <laughs> there's a, a YouTube video uh, of the reveal stream, and uh, then I, I took some games to a pinball show, and, and the public got to got to play them. Uh, and uh, had some had some great feedback, so that was a lot of fun. I'm um, so jealous. I want to play it. <laughs> that's what's kept me occupied for the past couple of weeks. But um, now pinball season is over, and as we all know, pinball can rest uh, until uh, the next Halloween. I guess is when it comes out. But um, none of those last yeah. things you said are true. It's still pinball season. <laughs> it's always pinball season. Right. Go exactly. to drainpinball.com. You'll find out all about it. That's the place. Thanks, Ryan. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, that that's it for for plug time. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for tolerating us, Don. No problem. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you in a few.